This is the bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. You bet your sweet ass. <laughs> 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 Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. I'm D. Jones. I got my main man, the ghost, with me. And we got Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing. Still. Ghost. Going down under this week, baby. Break it down for the people. Yo, big time interview. We got none other than Haley Wilson, newest member of the real team in the building. Absolute pleasure to get to know her. Cool as they come. Haley, doing it big. Looking forward to her next part coming real soon. For real, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, then we taking y'all to the post office. See how I'm saying? Peeps trying to come at. Come at Deshaun Jordan, trying to come at me and Dono as per usual. Great post office. Thank you. Two more episodes after this week, so get your emails and voice notes in. Then we talk in fantasy football. It's it's that time of year, man. That stressful time of year we all love in the fantasy community. It's a barn burner of an episode, man. What can I say? You ain't lying, man. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live. Subscribe to us on YouTube at The Bunt. Hit us up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Bunt. And then head over to our website, TheBuntLive.com, for every episode logged for your listening pleasure. Without further ado, the ghost shout-out of the week. We are in the hottest time of the year for video parts dropping. Last week you dropped three. Who knows how many he's going to give you this week. What's it going to be? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Little shout out of the week brought to you by The Den, by skaters, for skaters, for the undying love of skate videos, an app available for free on iPhone, iPad, Android, and even Apple TV. All you got to do is sign up to The Den and get entered to win an all-expenses-paid trip for two to yup the bunt jam this summer 2024 it's going down how do you go about entering this contest you're asking yourself it's this simple go to enter forward slash bunt once you're there create your free den account on that page and you'll automatically be entered for a chance to win the trip one lucky bunt listener is gonna win a lifetime pro account to the den Flights for two to Toronto, three-night accommodations, exclusive bun gear from yours truly, access to the VIP-only opening party, and yup, the Den's even blessing some per diem. All you gotta do is go sign up to the Den now and you're automatically entered into the draw. It couldn't be easier. We want to see y'all here this summer. Pull up, go sign up for the Den. It's just that simple. One more time, that's enterthedencom slash bunt. Make it pop, y'all. No better time of year when you're a fan of skateboarding. 
We got heavy parts dropping left, right, and center, but I'm gonna keep this one on theme. We're going down under to talk to Haley Wilson. So the shout outs gonna be a couple of Aussie beasts. You know, we're sparking it with Jack O'Grady, Bunt alum, one of my favorite skaters, one of the nicest dudes in the game, gnarliest dudes in the game. Jack, how are you gonna gap the crook that thing in France, man? This fool's Oof. just just absolutely killing all over the globe. He's in Europe. He's in Cali. He's down under. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Jack O'Grady. Just an all-around beast. Then, yo, we need this part to get more views. I wish it was fucking had a million views already because this was honestly one of my favorite parts of the year. And that's Mr. Sean Paul turned pro mm -hmm. for HODL skateboards. Bro, first trick in. Also, yo, talk about Jack O'Grady doing a crazy crook in Paris. Sean Paul starts his part with an epic switch crook, fucking overlooking La Tour Eiffel. Yo, absolute beast. He, just off that first clip, I was like, oh, that's Shadow of the Week. And then I proceeded to watch the rest of the part. Mind-blowing, trick selection, style, everything. Sean Paul, hats off to you. We got to get you on the pod next season, bruv. Just a, another all-around beast. And that's it. Oh, no. I got to also shout out our boy, Pedro Delfino. How could I almost forget possibly the gnarliest part of the year to date? Rob Pace might have something to say about that. But Pedro, you're an animal. That first gap to lip slide. Like, if the board doesn't come with you, you're losing your cock and yeah, balls you're done. straight up. So <laughs> shout out to you for not losing them. I know you took some gnarly slams. Last time we saw you, I think you had like a liver or a kidney thing wrong i hope you're d feeling better skating again you're an animal um keep doing your thing there's only one thing left to do before we get into the interview and i want you to do your best isaiah pacheco impression and run your ass down to far side at broadview and gerard if you live in toronto and crack open one of the coldest beers in the world the only buzz and the newest buzz in town beamer beer baby far side Broadview and Gerard, get down there. All right, Ghost, let's get this interview popping. All right, we've got Haley Wilson in the building today. What's going on? What's going on, guys? What's up? Thanks for stepping inside studio. We happy to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I was stoked when Mason messaged me the other day saying that uh, you guys wanted to do this, so I'm excited. That's what's up. Lots of mutual friends, I think, us and you. Mason's got all the plugs. Sure. Shout out Mason, our unofficial official talent mm -hmm. booker. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that books the talent and you guys do all the other shit. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you should hire him on the side. Oh, yeah. He's he's family for sure i feel like nobody will like say no to him if mason hits him up it's like you want to do an interview with these guys everyone trusts mason so it's a yeah. good guy to have asking for us you can't not trust mason he's yeah <laughs> we can cut him maybe like ten dollars cad uh so maybe yeah. like seven dollars yeah. usd per uh talent booked if he's that's, down. Fair. that's a cup of coffee <laughs> a cup of coffee right there exactly. yeah <laughs> So we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. God, honestly, like probably when I was a kid, like I feel like for a lot of people, like landing your first kickflip, I feel like that's a pretty epic skate moment. Like oh, I don't yeah. know, the best feeling 
it kind of just opens your eyes up to like the skate world and then it kind of that's when it starts that's mm-hmm. when shit starts flowing um favorite sporting moment i'm not like super into sports like i don't watch any sports but something to do with the sport <laughs> is the half halftime show with rihanna <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah, she fucking killed it last year i don't year. watch sport but man when she announced she was pregnant at the Super Bowl, I think that's pretty fucking dope. That's fucking <laughs> epic. That was genius. For sure. That was dope. Because she didn't say anything. She just had the belly and everyone's just kind of like, uh, wait, what? Yeah. She's still... <laughs> I definitely cried when she came on the because Rihanna's <laughs> my favorite artist of all time. Oh, hell And we oh, were that's on epic. a Nike trip and we like streamed it um, in the van and I was like yelling and screaming. I think there's a video of me like screaming at the at the phone like it was just like this little phone and i think it was like eight of us just huddled around <laughs> that's, that's funny so you mentioned dope. that because nicole one thing she said was ask Haley why she's always yelling <laughs> <laughs> i can't help it like i generally like don't know that i yell until someone calls me out and i'm like okay yeah maybe i was yelling a little bit <laughs> So take us back to the beginning. Where did you grow up and how did you get into skating? I grew up in a small town two and a half hours northeast of Melbourne. Uh, So I was a country girl growing up. And yeah, I guess like starting skating, I no one in my family skated. I didn't see any skating. Me and my brother were shopping with my parents um, at this like $2 store for my mum's birthday and we were being really annoying and probably yelling. I was probably yelling and being (laughs) loud. Um, So she gave us $10 each to go like buy something. So then it would distract us. And then my brother, as a joke, told me to get like this mini skateboard. It was like, no, it was like seriously the smallest board. It was like almost like a hand, those like hand Mm, boards. Um, And then... I was kind of like fucking around with that in when I got home. And then ever since then, like my mom got me a board for my birthday, which was like a couple of weeks later. And then Sick. since then, it kind of just started like I went to the skate park every single day before and after school. I guess I guess I wasn't even I was like so young. I was just starting school, but right. still like going before and after um, and then. Yeah, started doing contests, and that's kind of how it all started flowing. That's what's up. How old were you when you got that first board? I think I was six. So Holy. Yeah, I've been skating for just, like, I guess, like, a month. No, two months ago, I was 16 years. Damn, that's fucking epic. So, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Thinking back, I'm, like, going to be 25 and going to be skating for almost... Or 26 and be skating for 20 years. That's so dope. What was the board your mom got you? I think it was this... It was a... Do you know the skater Renton Miller? He's like an Australian vert skater. Yeah, Yeah, I know the name. It was like his pro model board. So it was a real... It was a good board. Yeah. She made a good choice. I think. That's epic. It it was like... I mean, it was a good start. That's for sure. I'm stoked. I was stoked. I mean... It was like my favorite board for so long, and then like I had to change it, and then the Chris uh, the next year for Christmas I got a South Park board, 
Sick. It was pretty sick. I don't know what company it was, but it's probably it was blind. That's maybe yeah. They had some like Grant Patterson it's... South Park logos or graphics. Yeah, I mean, it definitely could have been. I honestly was so young, I don't really remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's so that's sick so though. That your mom knew what was up. Support your local pros. First try. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> honestly, don't even think she knew, but she killed it. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. However she knew to get that board but it's sick i'm stoked i was stoked on it for i don't know how long i had it probably like six months because back then you skated them until there was no tail yeah 100 percent. fucking dope so what would you consider your first big break in the skate industry when did the career start popping i guess it's like probably it's not a little different but like because i was a contest skater for so long i think for about I guess like 12, 13 years I was doing contests, but like my first big break was probably when I did X Games when I think I was like 15 and that's when kind of everything started. And then I, I think a couple of months after that I got on Nike and then I guess since then that's probably when shit started to like flow through and more opportunities came up and then I filmed for Medley the Nike Australia video we did um, a couple of years back and then yeah I guess like the whole contest scene it's a, such a different world to like the filming scene mm-hmm. but it's still a, a break in some way in skating it's just like a different side to it for sure was that Nike video was that when you know slid the curve ledge or is nah, that a different that, one the that was I think that was constant maybe i think that was the constant video that they did two years ago now okay um my bad uh the one like at the river yeah 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 that was constant that was medley i think would have had to be in like five or six uh i think it was five years ago now which is kind of crazy to think about because um it doesn't feel that that long ago (laughs) i gotta rewatch that one because i i watch all the all the nike videos that come out come out of australia because the team down there is so sick and like the videos are always super beast but i definitely remember seeing you in uh at that no slide clip and i think that was the first time i remember being like oh shit i'm pay attention to this girl's career yeah, see yeah. what happens definitely like i think i only had like two or three tricks in that video but like the no slide so many people came off to me be, being like that trick was so sick yeah. and i was like and it's sick that, like, you don't need... Sometimes you don't need, like, a full part. Like, if you just have two mm-hmm. or three really good tricks, they still stand out. Exactly. Yeah. So, I think you've been skating real boards for longer than two months, but you just got the official nod and welcome to the team recently. So, massive congrats on that. Thank you. What's the backstory to that big move? I guess, like, last year, I... uh re- Like... I guess I retired from contests, like I, because when I was doing the Olympics, I wanted to see if I wanted to go for another like round. But I went over to the states last year for about three or four months and was kind of filming over there. Like I was filming with Ant. We, I mean, we weren't filming for anything, but we we're kind of just like hanging out and doing all that. And then once I like stopped skating contests, I like really wanted to focus on like the next step, which is like getting like announced onto a board company. Cause I was skating, um, Baker boards 
uh, through PD. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know PD? Like through no. like the Oz Distro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was just like getting boards from them and they were like, they'd been su- supporting me for about like six years yeah, and, uh, at that point. And like, I was like so stoked on Baker and I was just like, so I went to Ben at PD and I was like, hey, like, what are your like thoughts on maybe like trying to progress this more from like a distro to like, because I'd met the guys at Baker and I'd, I knew Reynolds, but I didn't like, I wasn't like ho- like homies with him. Um, so I kind of re- like reached out to Ben being like, what are your thoughts on moving this forward? And he was like, oh, honestly, like if you're not skating with Reynolds by now, like, um, I like, I'm not sure like if that's a go, cause it's kind of hard to get on Baker, like mm-hmm. getting like officially announced as yeah. seems like it's a bit of a process. Um, and I was like, that's all cool. Like I don't mind. Um, and then I think it was, would have had to have been like two weeks later. Um, like real hit me up or, uh, Ashley from deluxe was like, yeah. Hey, like we're thinking about like, what are your thoughts on like skating for real? And I instantly was like, yeah, like skating for <laughs> a team epic. with like, yeah, I was like, what are the chances of like, I was just about to leave Baker just to even just skate whatever boards. And then like two weeks later, Ashley hitting me up being like, what are your thoughts? Like, and I was like instantly, yes, because <laughs> I get to be on a team with Nicole, which is like one of my closest friends, um, Ashad Mason, one of the best teams. And I, mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck yeah. And then, yeah, they started sending me boards for, I think it was like a year or like, nah, just under a year. They've been sending me boards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, two months, two months ago, they were like, we want to like officially announce you. And I was like, I was like blown away at that point. I was like, well, this is crazy. Like I never thought, I didn't think it would happen that quickly. I thought maybe, maybe like a year or two and then I'd be am and then like wherever that progresses to, but like to have it within a year, is pretty crazy. That's fucking so sick, man. I love those stories when the mm-hmm. things just line up and it's a dream come true. For sure. I mean, like, shout out to Ben from PD. Like, he helped me for years, yeah, five or six years, like, sending me boards. And I, like, probably wouldn't be where I am today without, like, in Australian skating without him. So, but now I guess, like, shit progresses and then, yeah, shit changes. But shout out to him for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt, man. That's what's up. Tell us a little bit about. Have you been on a real trip yet? I went on my first one in I think August this year. It was just like this little trip to Salt Lake City. We were going for some like Zoomies event, but they wanted to do a trip up there, so we drove from LA to Salt Lake, but we stopped in Vegas for for the night. Oh, for two nights and. That was so funny. Like seeing Nicole at the casino, man, she can lose money. She can lose money for sure. I fucking hate those things, man. It's casinos. <laughs> man, they're such money eaters. I think yeah. I was up like $3 at one point. And I was like, cool, like I'm all good. And then I think after that, I lost like 200 bucks. And then yeah. I think Nicole lost like 500. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck. And, those things will but, eat you up. Um, the real trip was so much fun. Like it was, I mean, it's nerve wracking. I've only been on like Nike trips. So being with like a new team was like kind of a bit like 
scary, like nervous and like a mm-hmm. bit of a weird feeling, but like everyone made me feel so comfortable from the get go. Like I was, I was like a part of the team for ages, but except Nicole, Nicole was hazing me the whole time and <laughs> didn't, didn't let anything slide. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I just, that's going to be what it's like for however long. I mean, yeah. she's got to do it. She's got to do it. I get it. But you know what? Does she? Because it's it's funny because we had her on the show and she told us about, I think, her first times in the van and shit. And she said everyone, like, made her feel so comfortable right away. And so, no, it didn't sound like anyone was hazing her. So she she's going out of her way, yeah, acting yeah. like she needs to as tradition. But I don't know about that, Nicole. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a tr- tradition at this point. It seems like it's just Nicole... Yeah. <laughs> uh, wanting to do what she wants to do so i'll let her i'll let her do what she needs to do i don't mind but they will get to a point where i'm going to start doing it back and oh yeah um, well i'll start pushing that. back eventually <laughs> you say that but in the little clip that real posted you literally slapped her in the face with a slice <laughs> of pizza so i, I don't know okay. who's, who's that, too long yeah <laughs> that uh video does like before i actually got permission from her to like <laughs> for that to happen so it made it look like i'm the asshole but she kind of asked for it so <laughs> okay okay yeah. take your word for it yeah <laughs> yeah no nah, but the trip i mean the trip was so much fun like it was good i think there was we went to like this bagel spot before the like first spot in salt lake and I don't know, they fucked up the bagel order, so there was an extra bagel, and it had been sitting in the esky all day, and the deal was, like, if you didn't get a trick, you had to eat the soggy bagel. Um, oh, that was the deal. Fuck. So I'm glad I got a trick at the first spot, so I was clear. <laughs> I was in the clear. I think everyone got a trick, so no one had to eat the soggy bagel. Oh, but, that's dope. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like <laughs> but it was, it was kind of sick because I hadn't been in the people on the trip like I didn't know them which was cool like I've uh like I know Ashad and I know Mason and stuff like that um they didn't go on that trip but it was kind of sick to like meet the uh, other guys of real um but hopefully I'll get to go on a trip soon with like Mason and Ashad and shit like that oh that, that's motivation right there two mm-hmm. of the best to ever step oh. foot on a board I know it's yeah. it's crazy the real team is actually insane like yeah they're psycho. Kyle Ashad Nicole, yeah. Jack, like I don't know, everyone, everyone's fucking yeah. insane. Superstars. Yeah. So it's clear to see that you love tattoos. Even your display pic on this is like you got long hair and stuff, but uh, <laughs> now you got the skull tattoos going. Tell us a little bit about your history with tattoos, uh, how you got into them and where you want to go with it from here. Uh, I guess like when I was... I think when I was 17, I was uh, up in the Gold Coast, like in Queensland, um, like far north of Australia. Honestly, I don't know if it's far north, so correct me if I, I don't know. I could be lying at this point. <laughs> but we were on a trip and it was just me and my mum hanging out and we were kind of just running out of things to do. And she was like, "Like, do you want to go get a tattoo? Like it was her idea. Sick. I was like underage at this point. <laughs> and so I was big. like, I mean, I'm not going to say no. Like, <laughs> of course. So I got my first tattoo and then I kind of just got addicted at that point. But I had to wait until I was 18 because when there's different like age laws in each state. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
I think it was only like a month or two later I, I like started getting more and like I know the first probably like five or six tattoos were like the worst ones I've got for sure like I want them to be removed because they're that <laughs> bad but I mean it is like it is what it is that's what you do when you're young you kind of don't know your style and then I kind of found uh, an artist that was like close to my house and then now we're like really close friends which is sick like uh, I know I was at a point where I was getting a tattoo or maybe two tattoos like a week and that's why I'm so covered so early <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I don't know it's kind of like it's kind of like therapy to me <laughs> tattoos I don't know if it's like that for anyone else but I don't know I kind of enjoy like and it's like kind of like a piece of your body is like a piece of art you kind of get to express in a way but the head tats I guess with the head tats I don't know like I shaved my head last year and then I went to my artist like a, I don't know probably like five or six months ago being like now nah, I want to get a head tat that thing is <laughs> fucking epic yeah so now it's so good within like four months my whole head's done like I've got like <laughs> head sleeve <laughs> that's fucking crazy <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but he was hyped. He was, like, fucking earth. Like, I was so juiced on it. It looks, I'm, like, hyped on how it turned out. Everyone's, like, are you going to, like, regret that when you're old? I was, like, I'll just grow my hair out if I really hate it that much. That's the thing. Like, yeah. anytime you want to bring it back, just shave the head. And anytime you want it gone, just grow a little bit of hair. Yeah, exactly. So That's that's the easiest one to cover up. I know, yeah. I've, I'm doing my arms at the moment. I've, um... I got a tattoo appointment next week, so probably like finish off a little bit of the sleeve. It's getting there, uh, and then I'll start on like my legs and my stomach. But it's a process, yeah. expensive process. Yeah, I know <laughs> for sure. You're gonna run out of room soon. I know everyone's like, "What? Like, why are you getting so many so early?" I was just like, "Like, why wait? Fuck it. You're gonna be. I don't really care. I don't care that much." Yeah, no, that's dope. So we've talked about it a little bit, but you're good friends with Bunt alum slash young legend, Nicole. We need a Nicole story for the people. <laughs> oh, a Nicole story. I mean, her whole life is a story. <laughs> Just Nicole. <laughs> it's like when you get put on the spot, it's like, where did all, do we even hang out? Like, have we even <laughs> yeah. spent time together? <laughs> I guess, like, when we were in Australia, I don't know if you, like, saw that the we did a Thrasher interview for Gassed Up, but there's this rail that we went to. It's now called the Bikini Rail because Nicole rocked up to the rail in her bikini. <laughs> um, <and laughs> that yeah. It was just, like, the rail off the roof, I think, was the last trick yeah. of my Gassed Up part. Yeah, yeah. And it's now called the Bikini Rail because of Nicole. And there's a photo of Nicole in a shopping cart, in a bikini, which <laughs> is pretty funny. And then the other, there's another story. When It was actually when we were in Vegas. I Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know, I think it's pretty funny. Like, we were, we I think it was the first night. We woke up the next morning, and I was kind of half asleep, and I went back to sleep, and I woke up, and she just, it was 10.30, and she was already at the, at the craps tables and at the, like... <laughs> And I was just like, dude, come on. She was like, I'm going to get my fix in before we go. And I was like, oh my God. That's brutal. Classic Nicole. 
You have signed a one-day contract with the New England Patriots with the main objective of gaining 14 yards in that one NFL game. Tom Brady hands the ball off to you in the backfield. You cut to the left, find a hole, went out of nowhere. Troy Polamalu, the flying Hawaiian, comes flying through the air, ready to knock your head clean off. And all of a sudden, the greatest tight end in National Football League history, Rob Gronkowski, sets the pick, and you're off and running, gaining 14 yards and living the rest of your life healthy. Rob Gronkowski and that block is CHPO brand, the worldwide leader in sunglasses and watches, always doing it for the people. You just mentioned it, but the gassed up video, super dope. All the SB women. You got curtains for that one, which was sick. Last part. Uh, how fun was working on that one? And how do you feel about the project now that it's out? I mean, we didn't even know that that video was happening until like um, two months before before it came out. We Damn. were we'd been on a yeah we'd been on a couple trips, and there was like the talk was actually it just to be like a little clip for uh, one of the shoes, like a new shoe that was coming out. And we did a trip to Sweden and a trip to Portland. And then I kind of like went to Flynn or like me and Ant went to Flynn and was just like kind of pushing for like maybe doing like a like a proper video like we did. And then he was like, let me talk to them. Um, didn't really like, it was still kind of murky. Everyone came out to Australia. We still didn't know if we were filming for anything or what it was going towards, but we were like, fuck it, let's just do a trip. Did a trip out here. And then, yeah, I think it was like March or like middle of March. So like, all right, let's just put a video together. And like, I'm so glad that I'd filmed here in Melbourne, like over the time that there wasn't any trips because that's like where most of my footage came from is like this shit that I did at home. So, but then we did another trip. We did a trip to Atlanta, which ended up not going down the way we all, want, all wanted it to go down as, but a few people got injured. Oh, I, fl- I flew back to LA early because I was like, this is bad vibes. Like, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, and I ne- I'm never one to, like, bounce from a trip because, like, I don't know, you don't want to do that, especially in a company like Nike. Like, you don't want to, like, fuck around in that, that kind of shit. But I was, like, Ant snapped his collarbone in half and then oh. another girl fuck. did her ACL all in the same day. It was all oh. on Easter Sunday. We we had to make two trips to the hospital. So um, wow. after that, I was, like, Ant needed someone to get, like, get him home so I was just like fuck it I'll just come like this is bad vibes I don't feel like yeah I don't want to like I don't want to be the third person to get injured because they were two like yeah pretty gnarly injuries they weren't just like a broken wrist or like I don't mm-hmm. know like rolling your ankle it was like serious S- damage and then so I went back to LA for a couple of weeks for the last trip uh of the video and then that's when they decided like let's just make a video, which was sick. And I, I didn't know that I was getting last part. I was like, I was just filming to film. Like, I didn't know what I was going towards. So, like, uh, I was pretty stoked to find out that that was, like, happening. And mm-hmm. then Nicole was opening it and then I was closing it, um, which is sick. Like, that was... That's that's perfect. I, like, wouldn't want it any other way because 
we did we the last Nike video that we did for the Gizmo, the other women's video, the we shared a part. So it's pretty cool to like now we have our own parts, but mm-hmm. it's like opening and closing a video. So sick. It's probably one of my favorite projects I've worked on so far. Besides, I mean, this real one has been pretty sick that I'm about to drop in a couple of weeks. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. Breaking news. Perfect timing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll see what comes out first, the interview or the part. But I mean, uh, let's line it up. We'll see. Yeah, Both at I the mean, same time. <laughs> I mean, it's coming out twenty third of December, so it's uh, okay. everyone's Christmas present. Yeah. Merry Christmas, y'all! <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. Sick timing. This will be out a week or two before then, so it'll be perfect. It'll get the people perfect anticipating. Yeah, thinking about it. I mean, I hope it reaches people's expectations. I mean, it's pretty, it's like, I think this is probably the best part that I've filmed, but I guess, like, you want every part to be a little bit better than the last one. So mm-hmm. we'll mm-hmm. see, though. <laughs> no, you got this. We're we're hyped to peep it. I'm excited. So speaking of gassed up and the bikini rail, can you take us behind <laughs> the scenes on the board side ender? Yeah, so... Uh, it was in Sydney. We were coming on to like the last couple of days of the trip and Jack O'Grady like showed us this rail and no one had skated it, which is like pretty rare for like, I don't know, a big city. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's like most like rails or like n- like noticeable, no- noticeable rails have been skated at least by one person. Mm-hmm. But he was like, it was just kind of a sketchy rail. It was like on this like roof, I think it would have been like two or three meters high. And then it was like, you know, those thin square rails that mm-hmm. like, I don't know, like the shitty, the, those shitty rails, like the thin square ones. It was one of those rails and we rocked up. Um, there was no run up. You had to literally push once and that's all. The only like good thing about it was that you could jump to the other side and it wasn't as like deadly. But the other side, like where Ant was swimming, was like pretty high. So if you went yeah. over to that side, you would, I would crush Ant. He would be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I would also get hurt. Yeah. Um, and then we, yeah, we went there the first time. I was just like, I like I wasn't feeling it, but I definitely know I want to come back. And so the last day we went there, I think I did it within like twenty minutes, which is like. Something you want to do pretty quickly. But yeah, you, it's a fear factor thing. But I was, I never get shit that quickly. I'm always like, I'm always a bit, me and Nicole are a bit of like a battle kind mm-hmm. of team. <laughs> we, I'm sure, I don't know if you know, but Nicole loves a good battle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely, on that Australia trip, we went to a few like couple hours in the in the bowls um in the sun in that australian sun but i it doesn't bother me because i know that i do that so but yeah with the rail and then we went back and got it pretty quick and then went to the beach and then that's it that was the end of the trip that was the end of the video that's epic perfect (laughs) sailing off into the sunset jack hooked he, he hooked up the spot i remember when we had him on he we found out that he's one of those psychos who spends fucking days on Google Street View looking for spots and, and all that shit. So 
he just hooked up the spot to you? He never sk- he never wanted to skate it. He was just like, I got this rail for you. Yeah, I guess like I don't. He was just like I haven't really thought about skating it, but like here's this rail. Yeah, like <laughs> who wants to skate it type thing. And I was That's like, so sick. I already had a board slide. It's literally like pretty much the same thing, but uh, there's a white rail in LA. I don't know this like what part. I think it might be like Pasadena or something. Uh, Molto Switchback fifty to in. I think it was in oh, constant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That really like skinny white rail. Yeah. Um, I boardsled that and I was like, fuck, I've already got a boardside. And Ant's like, just do it. Like, if you have two, one will go somewhere else. Like, don't even worry about it. And mm. I'm glad I did because it ended up being the ender, which yeah. was perfect. So yeah. it all worked. And you out. always you always want to trick at a spot that's untouched more than mm-hmm. like the spot where you're, you can already name like a bunch of tricks. I feel oh, like yeah, that, you, sure. you made the right choice for sure. Nah, I'm stoked I did and I didn't get I didn't get broke off, which was good. Perfect. So as you mentioned, you were, you know, quite the contest skater uh, from a young age and you had a lot of success in contests and eventually ended up representing Australia in the Tokyo Olympics, which is crazy. How was that Olympic experience for you? Because yeah, I heard it wasn't maybe as much as it as good as it was cracked up to be like especially <laughs> with the covid situation being all fucked so yeah what was uh what was that like for you pretty fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to lie it was probably not the highlight of my skating career i mean maybe in 20 years when i'm well 30 40 years when i'm old i'll be like oh that was cool but like Honestly, it was pretty traumatizing, like, the whole process going, like, leading up into it. I'm not one to, like, be, like, negative about skating or, like, anything like that, but I'm not going to just lie about that. It was, like, super, super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but the lead up into it was pretty, like, pretty bad. It was – it's just – it's not really what skating is. I don't know. I was, like, training like I was, like, a runner or something. Like, I would go to the skate park at – nine o'clock skate from nine till 11 have lunch and then skate again from like 2 30 to like 4 30 and then go to the gym from like 5 to 6 30 and then have like physio and that was every day for like months on end wow. so like it's just like that's not what skating is skating is like you go to the skate park with your homies or you go like to a spot and you just like hang out and like film mm-hmm. but like now that the, they've, I don't know, it's an Olympic sport, I guess it's like changing a little bit, but it's just like not for me. I'm not, I wasn't really down with that kind of pressure. Like I, I, I thrive off pressure, but not that type. Um, so like deadlines, like I got a deadline in a couple of weeks and like there's like a little bit of pressure like getting put on now because it's like coming to the end, but like at least you get to like, it's your own pressure. It's not from like someone else. Yeah. Or it's not from a con a contest that's coming up in a couple of weeks time. And if you don't win, like that's a potentially you might not make the team or you might not like make an money or I don't know. It's just like kind of got shitty towards the end. And I was just like, fuck this shit. Like I'm not doing this anymore. It wasn't, it's not that fun. So I, that's when I was just like, I'm just going to retire. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> retire. I, reti- I retired at 20 years old. That's, That's epic, crazy. though. Got to see an Olympics for whether it was good or bad. It's just 
kind of cool to be able to say that you were a part of it. Oh, for sure. Like, that's like the one thing that I'm like stoked that I, I'm glad that I went for it mm-hmm. when I did because now I get to like film and do all that side of things and I still get to say that I did that. But like, I feel like if I was coming up now, it'd be, might, might be a bit of a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also feel bad for, you know, everyone that was a part of those Olympics just because, you know, you grow up watching the Olympics and thinking about it a certain way and it's like this epic thing. But then you guys just got so bamboozled with like, I heard it was just so brutal, you know, just because yeah. of COVID. So it, it wasn't like this epic dream that you finally got to live out. It was like this insane weird situation like pretty much everything i heard from anyone i talked to that was there said it was mm-hmm. really like fucked up so i just feel like it'll be a lot better this second go around the one that's coming up in paris yeah, it can only go up right yeah a little bit more chill i mean it'll yeah. still be the olympics i mean and- paris yeah paris will be good like for sure because there's no restrictions and you get to go watch the events like I feel like it, like the experience might have been a little different if like you got to go do things afterwards. But like f- definitely for Australians, I don't know if it was like this for like Canada or America or anything like that. But we had to fly out like as soon as we got back to Australia, we had to do 14 days in hotel quarantine oh. just after like the most intense event of our whole lives. And then it is thrown into a hotel. I think that's what made it so, like, hard and shit is that, like, we didn't even get to, like, celebrate with our family and friends straight after. We just had to, like, sit by ourselves and think about, like, what we just did for, like, 14 days straight. <laughs> so fucked. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. It's like like winning or losing, you're sitting there by yourself. Yeah. 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 It's like a punishment. And so, it's like um, even if you if, even if you won by the time you get out of that 14 days, it's like do you still even have any energy to celebrate? Nah. It's like, all right, like fuck. Exactly. Yeah, I was like this is so fucked up, but like I don't know, like some of, like there is cool parts to it. Like I I do get to say I went to the Olympics and that's pretty cool, but like I wouldn't I probably wouldn't do it again, mm-hmm. but that's like personal opinion. That's like, I don't know. It's not like that for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well, definitely can't blame you. I can only imagine what that was like. So we heard you just skated in your first contest since the Olympics. What made you come out of contest <laughs> retirement and revisit that environment? I don't know. I was like, I've, I've skated street league for like, I've done a few street leagues, which is pretty cool. But like, the fact that I was coming to, like, my home country, I was like, why not? Like, Street League's a fun one. Like, mm-hmm. I just get to go hang out and um, skate with my friends. And I didn't put any pressure on myself. Like, I was just having fun. And I feel like it was, like, one of the best contests I've ever done because I didn't have the pressure mm-hmm. of, like, that I had to win or I had to do well, even if it was in front of, like, my, like, home country. But I just thought, like, why not? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm not... No one's going to remember if I won or not. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think I came... I think I came last, which I'm, like, kind of stoked on. That's kind of sick. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they were giving people 5K just to show up? Like, those were the fucking... The glory days. They need to do that again. No. Oh, yeah. Just a quick 5K. It's not bad. Yeah, just stop by. Just, you don't even need to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
You could just do a kickflip on flat like the whole time and you're 5K right there. It's epic. <laughs> I wish, man. That'd be nice. I might primo the kickflip though. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us about the Lime Bike Pullover? The Lime Bike Pullover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the... No, I know what you're talking about. Um, Yeah, I was on the way back from a... I was staying at Nicole's house. I think she was in Paris or London or something. And I was on the way back from Alex Papke's photo show um, that he did, like, just down the road. I was, like, pretty close. Close enough. It was, like, too far to skate, but, like, close enough. I'll just lime it back. So I, like, hired a lime... And then as I was like, I had my headphones in and as I was liming back, the f- these flashing lights came on and I was like, what the fuck? Like they were like right behind me, like just like tailgating me. And I was like, are they trying to pull me over? Like <laughs> what the fuck? And so like I pulled over and then they put down the window and they're like, what are you doing? I was just like, I'm liming, like I'm just scootering home. Like I'm just trying to get home. It's like pitch. It's like dark. It's like. Yeah, it's like nine o'clock at night, and he was like, "Where'd you get the lime?" And I was like, "Like on the str- on the street." Like, he's like, "Well, can you prove that you like hired it or whatever? You like rented it or whatever, whatever it is?" And I was like, "Sure, like whatever." I like, got out my phone and I like showed him that like I wasn't. St- he thought I was trying to steal it, and I was like, "How do you steal limes?" It's like people are stealing batteries out here, and I was like. No, he asked me. That's right. He asked me. He's like, "Where's the battery?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like, what? I don't know what you want me to tell you right now." Like, and he thought I was trying to steal the the lime scooter battery. And I was like, "This Damn. is so fucking stupid. You guys have nothing to do with your lives right now. Like, you're pulling over a twenty one year old female on a lime scooter nine o'clock at night. Like, come on. You guys are gonna have better things to do than that." And I was like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever fucking witnessed. Jesus. I almost like, I was almost like, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, I almost said that. I was like, you guys are stupid. I got, I got one follow-up question to that. Was this shaved head or before? This was, this was only like a couple months ago. So this was when oh, I had okay. to shave. I had like head tats and all. They probably saw my head tats. They're like, yeah, she's Exactly. People are going to start <laughs> looking at you steal. different. Stealing the battery. Of all things to steal. Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. Like, like the other day, I was, like, I was wearing, um, like, an all-black kit. Like, black shoes, black pants. Uh, oh, no, and a, a tank top. And I had a bandana on. And I, uh, I literally looked like like a chulo like I, li- I literally and I looked like I wanted someone came up to me asking if I wanted to fight them and I was like what, what, what the fuck like, definitely look what? too hard like as a joke he was just yeah. like a friend he's like you look like you're like trying to fight someone I was like I'm just shit. trying to go about my day yeah. yeah I just it was funny though I was just like this this is because I had like gold chain on like like a yeah black black jeans black shoes um and a tank top and i just i don't know people thought i was trying to staunch them and i was like no i'm just trying to go about my day (laughs) can you tell us about the canberra petrol station attendant oh the camper um this is i know matthew's this is matthew asking this isn't it Mm -hmm. (laughs) um 
it was a, I think it was like a month, uh, like a month and a half ago, we did a trip up to Sydney for Street League. We like drove up uh, a couple of days before. It was me, um, Mappy and Jeff Campbell. We were like uh, just going to film on the way up because we drove up there. It's about like a nine hour drive. Um, stopped at a few spots along the way. Uh, went up for Street League and then on the way back, home I stopped in Canberra for the there was like a new fast times opening so I just stopped in there and I was fueling up my car and I heard over the loudspeaker like excuse me like you have to be over 16 to fuel up your car like you you're not allowed to fuel up like you need a uh, like a parent or you need a guy like someone that's old like older than 16 and I was just like laughing at the dude I was like I'm just gonna keep fueling up my car and I'm like five foot three I didn't like have any of my tattoos showing like I had like a hoodie on and I was just like this is so weird and then Mappy went in there I was just like dude she's fucking 21 years old like she, she, he was like he literally thought I was like under 16 I was like this is ridiculous like can you not see that I've got like head tattoos and I got out of my car like I'm driving this car like yeah. I don't know I was just like this is so stupid like why why the fuck it's stupid shit like that it's like the lime the lime bike the lime scooter story it's like stupid shit like that always happens to me and i don't know why it's just like the dumb shit peeps are coming for um, you these days man <laughs> yeah this is why this is why maybe i shouldn't have got head tats it's just like maybe that's what's going on people <laughs> people are thinking things so aside from the part dropping on the 23rd that the whole world is looking forward to What's next for Haley Wilson? What's next? I mean, there's a few things lined up that I I can't I can't say, but there are things coming up. Uh and then I guess after Sounds this good. after this real part, just going to work on the new Nike video that's coming out, which is exciting, kind of like a con- like like what constant was. Uh it'll be the same around about the same as that. Sick. But other than that, just like filming, shooting photos, doing when i can i don't know there's i'm sure there's trips coming up nike trips coming up just gonna do all that stuff and then i guess just hang out skate hang with my friends perfect yo 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 is rapid fire with the ghost and this week it's a pleasure to be brought to you by our favorite wheels over here at the bunt you guessed it spitfire wheels and they've got some good news for you the formula four og classics are finally back that's right the long-awaited return of the original cutaway shape from spitfire is back in skate shops now with a wide riding surface and cutaway sidewalls for less weight They've got all the classic sizes, 52 to 56 millimeter, and of course, the big old 58 and 60 millimeters if you got a need for speed. If your local shop carries Spitfire, they've already got them. If not, you know what to do. Pay them a visit and tell them the bunt sent you. All right, Haley, you know what time it is. A little rapid fire with your boy, you know what I'm saying? You ready? Uh, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite skater? Uh, Shardware or Mason Silver. Favorite video? Pretty sweet, I reckon. Sick. Favorite video part? Honestly, like, 
any of Ashod's parts. Like, you can't. Any of Ashod's or Mason's parts, like, it, it's always, like, the most insane shit that you're watching. Like, so fucking good. Favorite style? I like GT style. He's good. He's good. Like, so fast and, like, so, I don't know, like, raw. Hell or yeah. brasses. Honestly, like, skating, like, brasses style is, like, so good. That's kind of the skating that I like doing is, like, fast. Uh, but, like, I don't know, just doing, like, a really fast kickflip and, like, him making it look that good. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty <laughs> sick. And I don't know. Someone could do the most insanely tech trick and I'm, like, that was so not that entertaining to watch. But then I watched <laughs> him do, like, a really fast ollie or a kickflip and you're, like, wow, that was... I could watch yeah. that all day. Uh, loose bastard. <clears throat> just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? I'm going to say P-Rod or Guy Mariano. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? Ashad. Favorite trick? Kickflip. Hardest trick for you? Backtails on ledges. Most illegal trick? Double kickflip or like double flip. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Favorite <laughs> clip you've ever gotten? I did a crooked grind on this like step uh, step grinder and then straight into a kickflip down like a five stair. I think it was in my gas up part. Yeah, that was really probably like my favorite feeling trick uh, trick that I filmed and my fa- like that's probably like the the best looking one that I did in my opinion. Obviously. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else thinks that. <laughs> No, I, I rewatched uh, Gassed Up today and that clip stood out. It was really sick. Worst trend you've been a part of? Board shorts and tie-dye t-shirts. <laughs> you knew the answer to that right away. <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? There's a few tricks that Deeds did in <sighs> Portugal that haven't come out yet. But, man, like he filmed a whole fucking video part on that trip. Yeah. I'm like... That man is a whole on a whole another level. He really is. He puts out so much shit, and I've never met him or skated with him, but you could just tell that he's the kind of guy who gets clips like, like so easy and just like all the time. I always envy those type of skaters. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I'm like, I would love to get one trick, and he's like filmed like so many, but like they're all like enders. Yeah, he's fucked. Did you see that drop down, like, super long front board he did the other day that uh, Karan filmed, I think? Yeah, it's so insane. So fucked. I don't understand. Like, I'd love to know what goes through his, his head before he tries tricks. <laughs> yeah, and that one just went straight like, to Instagram. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was insane. Yeah. What's the one trick that got away? I don't even rem- remember what tricks I land, let alone what I don't land. <laughs> Although there was this like no side nolly flip that I battled for so long, I would have been ages ago, and I just like never went back to it. That, that trick is the death of me at the moment. I think. <laughs> What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed? Fuck, biggest bunt. I reckon brass switch Smith grinding a ledge. <laughs> yes, you said it, not us, but I definitely agree. <laughs> What's the last new trick you learned? No side nolly flips. <laughs> Sick. Let's go. Dream job after skating. I mean, I want to, if I wasn't a skater, I'd probably want to be like a physiotherapist. Real random. 
I like that. That's sick. Us skaters get injured, so learn to appreciate a good physiotherapist for sure. Favorite local brand? Fast Times. Favorite local skater? Nick Bezzera. Yeah. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? Probably this brand called Folklore. It was like this Australian brand that I like skated for before Baker. I probably like, I mean, it's hard because when you're a kid, you free boards are free boards. So you don't really yeah. care like what company, but mm-hmm. definitely now I probably wouldn't go back there. <laughs> Fair enough. Favorite teammate ever? Nicole. You can't go wrong. Sick. Worst teammate ever? Jake Anderson. Oh! <laughs> the only person nah. is, is louder. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nah, he's not. He's, that was if I had to choose one. <laughs> we, need a, we need a backstory to that. You got to give us something. You know, he's just loud and yells. I mean, fuck, like that's me. Maybe I'm everyone's worst teammate ever because I'm so loud. We're pretty similar, like loudness wise, but I don't know. He's he's honestly like the funniest. He's the best. I love Jake. Everybody oh, loves sure. him for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we haven't been around your loudness in person because we're having a chill conversation, but I. I could only imagine what it's like for your guys' other teammates if you two are in the same van and everyone else yeah. got to deal with you two. <laughs> it's fucking cooking. We were man. in Portugal. Yeah, in Portugal we were. I didn't go out to the club one night in Portugal and he was like, come on, like, I'll be a wingman, like, I'll pick up chicks for you. And I was just like, dude, I just want to go, I just want to go to sleep. He's like, you're fucking blowing it. Like, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Oh, I love that on a skate trip, not going to a club can be considered yeah, blowing, blowing it. it. Oh yeah, I know. I was like, for him I just anyways, learned that yeah. now. I, yeah, I need, it's like, I need to, I need to do, I was like, fuck like, I, cause I, if I want to skate the next day, I don't want to be like tired. But I was yeah. like, nah, I, th- I think that on trips you kind of have to do those kind of shit so then people don't think you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Like all the other girls were staying back, so I felt like I c- could. Mm. It's a good night to chill. You need a chill night yeah. every now and then. Yeah, exactly. Get in the compression recovery legs, chill back. There you go. Yeah. But yeah. you're also, I mean, early 20s. That's That's when you can actually skate the next day off like the I know is not as I bad. don't have an excuse <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an excuse but I'm kind of I, I don't drink so like but I also like love partying and not drinking like I don't drink and I'll still go out and party but I don't know that night I was just like I kind of regret not going because they actually seemed like they had a fun night and he was like there's lots of gays out here like come on and I was like dude I was like dude no I'm staying. I just like I just like left his message on uh, on red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Actually, I forgot that you don't drink. And Mason told me you're the apple juice queen. I was in a a bar in Copenhagen or Sweden last year, and I went up to them asking if they had apple juice, and they <laughs> did. So, Hell yeah. I mean, fuck, pulling through. I wouldn't think a bar would have apple juice. That's like a child's drink, but <laughs> I do. I'm into like there's this thing called the fire truck. It's like 
lemonade with like pink cordial in it and we call it the fire truck it's pretty fucking good but they're too sugary and i've had to cut back (laughs) had to cut back on my soft drink intake yeah hey we're uh we're professional athletes out here or sorry you are we aren't but yeah i'm far from a professional athlete. <laughs> once you get the switch smith grand Dam flinders you'll be that's professional yeah, enough you might get a board hey nickel yeah one. real they might surprise you at the rail real you listening <laughs> yeah jim theber come on listen up yeah just some more pressure i need to put on myself for the imaginary <laughs> imaginary real board let's go um okay couple more here worst company Karyuma. Yeah, I mean. Headshot. But you, can, you can't, yeah, you can't lie at this point. <laughs> Worst trend. Tie-dye t-shirt. Still. I feel like, like everyone had one, though. Like, yeah. everyone's had a tie-dye Oh, I mean, shirt. I was a part of that trend, but looking yeah. back, it was definitely the worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or skinny jeans. Mm, yeah, everyone had those, too. Everyone had those two, but that's a pretty hamey one. <laughs> worst style. Who? Someone with the worst style? Yeah. I always feel like a dick when I say something like this. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna have to say, like, am I going to get cancelled for this shit? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to have to say, like, Mickey Papa. Canada's finest. Canada's I'm sorry. very own. Yeah, this is close to our heart. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing. <clears throat> Am I gonna get cancelled for this shit? No, hell no. No. <laughs> Come no. on. Last but not least, last person you want on the sesh. Uh. A crackhead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I was not expecting that. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like at this point I've literally heard it all, and I was like, that, "That's just, that's a new one. That's I like that." One. And that was yeah. so genuine. Yeah. The I guess yeah. after. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this for days. All right, now. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, were you about to say something like chewing on something? Nah, just like yeah, yeah chewing your off or something like uh. talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. On that note, that's going to wrap up our interview with Haley. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate you spending the time with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hell yeah. And now for a special announcement. (laughs) I I did not ask for a segment. (laughs) You're getting a segment, bro. You're locked in now. All right. Welcome. To the butt live, we brought in the heavy hitter, the secret weapon, Davis Torgerson, to uh, introduce his new segment, man. What do you got for us here, Davis? What are we doing here today? I did not ask for this. I did not ask for this. These two asked for this. So what we have for you, I guess what I have for you, (laughs) is a random skater of the week. That's the idea. That's just work with me, okay? I'm going to give out clues, and we're going to put these two against each other to see who can guess this skater first. They have three guesses to identify said skater. If someone guesses three times and all three are wrong, 
Other skater wins by default, just so we have a winner. Just to, just so someone gets participation award. Okay. I like that. Um, questions from YouTube. Did you create this solely for Safer? No, but it probably will be Safer winning most of the time. This is. I don't like that extra pressure, but I'm ready. <laughs> this is this is pilot episode, baby. Okay, are you guys ready? Here we go. Cue okay. the music. This random skater hails from Fort Myers, Florida. I wish we could just have unlimited guesses. I'd be yelling shit right now. Yes, of course. Fort Myers. Keep going. Just chew on that for a sec, all right? Let me Google this it real quick. Random skater. Yeah, no Googling. No Googling. I'm watching. I see. Show of hands. Safe I see it. I see in Safe's eyes a, a Google. Yeah, there's a right fucking now. reflection. This random skater was born July 31st, 1975. Oh, shit. Are you, are you guys, <laughs> I have an idea. How old does that make? some math right now. See, you know, the age. You know, 75, 25, 48 ish. I have a guess, but I don't <laughs> want to waste a guess already. No, no guess. You want, you want, you don't want to wait. You want to wait. We only have three, dog. We need like five, but keep going. Come on, one more, and then we're gonna start guessing. This random skater once said their favorite company before being sponsored was Menace Skateboards. That didn't help in any way. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can think about no. that. Does that come from one of our interviews? No, I'm not gonna. Hey, hey. You know can what? We ever I, I will. Ask I will him. decide what I answer. Oh, okay. No comment. This skater has four X Games gold medals. Invert? <laughs> you can't ask questions. I have to, man. No, I need the you help. can ask questions. I will decide if I answer. Uh, was it invert, man? Come on. Once again, decline to comment. Or X game gold. No, get safer. You were on a hot trail for a second. Are you? Have you? No, that that kind of threw me off. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> All right. Or X game gold. This skater turned pro in 1998. And I'm. Uh, not quite going to say for which company. Okay. I'm going to start listing off some band names that the skater is skating to. Fuck me, it's thinking oh, help. Fuck. This skater is skated to the Modern Lovers, the White Stripes, Hole, Janis Joplin, and the Sundays. Bro, what? <laughs> Four X Game gold medals. That's something juicy here, man. What was, was Hole not juicy enough? Come on. Alright, alright. Do people know these things? There's people who've already been yelling this shit. Older heads, man. We're too young for this one. This. Random skater once said their biggest 
paychecks came from Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the video game. Andrew Reynolds. Seifa was first, and he is wrong. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Jamie Thomas. Dono also is wrong. Holy shit. Okay. What was the last question? No, we each have uh, answer it again. two guesses left. Andrew Reynolds did not win any X Game gold medal. Think, think back through those four one ones. Was Andy Mack on mm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater? <clears throat> is that a guess? Like, come on, you can't. That what kind of shit is that? Like, are you kidding? <laughs> no, that's not a guess. That's not a guess. I don't know. Do you do you remember a yellow helmet? On? Do you remember playing with a yellow helmet on Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Okay. Oh. No, we're good right there? Yeah, keep going. Mm-hmm. Alright, so let's see, where do I want to go from here? This random skater currently operates a brand out of San Francisco. Let's see where we can go from here. This... Jesus Christ. This skater turned pro in 1998, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was for toy machine skateboards. Bro, I can hear people in their cars yelling the answer right now. This is exactly what I wanted. Okay. I'm going Holy to uh, start listing off parts and videos that this skater has had a part in. Okay. Look at Donald Googling it. Googling <laughs> My fucking brain is fucking useless, man. It's made of dust. Um, and at any time, you can just, you can yell out answers, too. You know, you each still have two guesses left, okay? So that Templeton? Wrong. Fucking hell. Dono has one, one guess, guess left. left <laughs> Safa still has two. Yo, and, and Andy Mack, he tried to say that. Okay. Dono gets three and a half guesses. Yeah, that was a half fair. guess. <laughs> okay. Certain video parts were in these videos. Baker 2G. Bootleg 3000. Gizmo. Jump off Alyssa the Steamer! <laughs> we have a correct answer! <laughs> One try! Bro! Let's go! <laughs> in, in, in historic fashion, for our inaugural Random Skater of the Week, we have Dono's first and probably only win. Let's That's get all I going. needed. That's all I fucking Bro, need. are you kidding? Live from the YouTube. Woo! <laughs> That was big. I'm so happy that Donna. The Sundays. I love her Sundays song, yep. dude. I thought when I said that, that would be a dead giveaway. Woo! She's won I didn't want to give away gold medals, eh? It's impressive. Yep. I thought that she would be a perfect inaugural random skater of the week because yeah. she is an absolute legend. Uh, congratulations, Donna. You are now one and zero in random skater of the week. You. We will keep tallies and we will keep pitting these two against each other. Everyone's homework is to watch the Melissa parts from what I said, so. I'm cheese. I'll see you guys next week for another Random Skater of the Week.
sounds epic. Hell yeah. Thanks, Davis. got mail welcome back to the post office you know exactly what time it is full inbox d jones and the ghost let's get it cracking man all right first up we got a voice note from michael arlia or michelle arlia what up bunters it's michelle from uh, switzerland i got a quick one for you violation of the year doesn't have to be uh, necessarily skate related but my vote goes to the Sean Jordan's fakey backside wheelie grind down the handrail in the latest April edit ship was whack that and uh, his crop t-shirts are no go take care guys keep up the good work always looking forward to a new episode peace and did someone just hit us up about the fakey ollie switchback smith uh, last week, I think it was the second last email we did last week. So you know, it's funny. I was watching Street League, picking up right where we left off. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to watch Street League today, but the finals. Mitch always reminds me to watch them because I never remember. And I actually was watching for a bit yesterday, and Deshaun was trying one on the big rail, and I was like, "Damn, man, no. got to retire that shit, man." Switchback yeah. Smith. Uh, maybe he'll That's hear the pod. Way better. <laughs> Someone's calling him out for violation of the year with that trick, so. Yeah, that's a harsh it's one. It's a dusty and one. And his t-shirt, so they came at Deshaun double time. Um, I'm a big fan of Deshaun. I want to get him on the pod. I think that, like, he just looks like a goddamn athlete out there, man. Um, shit, you got one of these? Violation of the year? Damn, on the spot. on the spot right Fuck now. me. Because you obviously can just think of what you've just seen recently. Mm-hmm. That's a big title. Maybe maybe we'll try and hit him with one next week in the post office, if we remember. Alright. Well, we'll have to think on that one, man. That's a deep question. We have to throw some big shots. So, yeah. Let us think on that. Maybe we'll come up with it by the end of the post office. Yeah. Alright? We'll give each other till the end of the post office, and then Michelle... We're going to get back to you, dog. Perfect. All right, next up, we've got an email from Jenny Clausen. Hey, The Bunt. You boys are an inspiration in your balance of work, family, and interests outside of skating while still doing things to progress and maintain a high level of skating. Ooh. I like the sound of that. I live in Utah now, and I like to ski, but I was wondering how you keep your skills sharp over the winter. Do you visit indoor parks often, or do you give your body a break from it and engage in other sports? Thanks to Bunt. Your pod is excellent, and I enjoy listening. Joshua Peel. Oh, I guess he sent that from his wifey's email, or some female's email. I don't know. His mom's. Um, there you go. Whoever. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, we both go to indoor skate parks, obviously. I always find that in the early bit of the winter, I have more motivation to go to the skate park, the indoor one. And then as the winter gets longer, I kind of get a little bit more and more tired of it. I've been skating the same indoor skate park for years now. Try to like just go and have fun with it rather than like have a serious session where I'm doing a ton of tricks. Like me and Safe actually had this chat the other day where 
it's more about just yeah just getting the exercise keeping the body moving i usually pick like a trick or two that i want to do and kind of make sure i do that over the session or hopefully get around to it just kind of see where it goes today i fakie flipped out of the the flat bank where the six stair is and i was pretty hyped on that i was like Oh, never done that something absolutely random but when i got there there was 17 rollerbladers and that was the only thing to skate so <laughs> what's the session bro you want to hear something well first of all shout out to skate loft in toronto that's where we skate our boys run it it's amazing place if you're in toronto pull up uh yesterday i went at noon with aiden got there realized it was the uh little kids kids day kids day so, you know, bummed out, turned back, went and chilled with them for a bit, and then went home. And then Mike Maines was like, yo, let's go tonight. There was a birthday party after the sesh. So they're like, okay, 6 p.m., come back. And I hit up Mike, like, yo, let's go. And he's like, actually, I'm just going to go for dinner with my parents. I'm like, all right, fuck. Drive back, get there. It's jam-packed. I just sat oh, down, yeah, texted baby. Cody to see if he was there. He wasn't, and I just walked right out. I was probably there for two minutes. Oh, so two visits. Two attempts in one day. And then this morning, or I think, yeah, this morning, I, I go back. I'm like, all right, I tried twice yesterday. Let's get this session Dude, in. Dude, kids again. I went at 11, full of kids. <laughs> I, this time I just, <laughs> not? I opened the door, and I saw <laughs> the homie who does the lessons, and a couple parents. Yep. I didn't even, yo, I took one step. My left foot crossed the door and then I just got back in my car. 0 for 3 in mm -hmm. two days. Because I thought the session, I thought it was noon till 2, but it was 10 a.m. till 2. So 10 to 2, bro. Maybe I'll try again tomorrow, man. <laughs> well, tomorrow you're good. During the week, you're clear until 4 p.m. But yeah, on the weekends, from 10 to 2, you're yeah. cooked, man. And when, I picked Bobby up at 6.45 this morning. Bro. We drive out there, arrive at like 7.20, literally filled with rollerbladers. I'm like, how, like, why did I just wake up at 6.45 on Sunday to come and, and deal with this? But I swear they must have been there at 5 because by 8 o'clock, they had all left, which is insane to me. So we actually did have like a good sesh, but... It was packed when we got there. I was shocked, man. Bro, I can't. <laughs> I can't do the 7 a.m. But yeah, weekdays. Anyways, we got away from the email here. Appreciate the uh, respect. We got no choice out here. Just like you in Utah with the... I think you guys got hella snow over there because you're skiing. So you know how it goes, mm -hmm. baby. Fit it in. But we definitely play other sports too. She said that. Like, I play hockey every week. Save it plays basketball every week. Um... I think we've said this multiple times. Neither of us uh, really get down with the gym, but we're at the age where we need to keep the body moving. You don't use it, you'll lose it. So, yeah, we try and stay as active as possible. Thank you, Jenny, a.k.a. Joshua. Mm -hmm. All right, next up, we got an email from Mace Dingo. I'm sure they border the realm of illegal tricks, but I cannot think of a single inward heel nose manny or hard flip nose manny that has been put out, and I've watched a lot of skateboarding. It's hard to believe they might be NBDs. Can you three or any buttholes out there think of any clips? Hmm. I'm sure there's hard flip nose manies. Like that one. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like positive. I've seen who both. the hell did it. I'm just having. Does yeah. he mean regular only? Because I've definitely seen uh, yeah, this sort of as well. Like, I, I, yeah. Or like a nollie inward heel nose manny. Like that's a thing. 
Yeah, I can like. I don't know. We'll leave this one up to the the bunt holes and the bunt wipes, man. You guys send us the the hard flip nose manis and inward heel nose manis, because obviously power to the people. Mace needs your help right here. Send us over those clips to the bunt live at on Instagram, and and we'll post them up. Yeah, I guarantee you. Those are not MBDs, and I can't think of a specific clip, but I'm positive. Well, I'll say 99% sure Seva Kretkov has done a hard flip nose mani, probably like nollie light oh. flip out or something. And inward mm -hmm. heel nose mani, I can't picture one, but there's no way that's MBD. You have not watched enough yeah. skateboarding, my guy. No. All right, next up, we've got an email from Ryan Sprout. What is the coolest sounding names and favorite nicknames in skateboarding and sports? Also, my vote for favorite story is Jed Anderson's Lizard King group text story and any of the Hugo stories. Coolest sounding names and favorite nicknames in skateboarding and sports. Like Obviously, Lizard King is a fucking epic nickname. Um, you said it there. I like Big Candy for Antoine Dixon. It was always sick. Yeah, that's good. Um, there's a guy that used to play for the Packers and his name was Ha Ha Clinton Dix, which is actually an epic fucking name. Um, the UFC has, they all have nicknames, which are sick. And there used to be a guy that was, uh, Josh, the dentist near anytime your nickname's the dentist is fucking epic. I mean, obviously the classics, the boss, the chief. Mm hmm. Yeah. You can't go wrong with those. The right? butcher. Ooh. That might be the best one. The answer, Allen Iverson. The truth, Paul Pierce. Damn, you're heating up. <laughs> um, yeah. Some classics right there. The Claw, our fucking dog. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. The Big Fundamental. Uh, big. I was going to say, that's a clean and then one. Shaq has like 30, but they're all great. The Big Aristotle. <laughs> big Aristotle. <laughs> Does Chuck have one? The round mound of rebound. <laughs> <laughs> the Chuckster. I remember they pulled up oh, all his nicknames God. on the show one, one time on TNT and he had so many disrespectful <laughs> ones. Dude. Oh, Big Baby. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, big Baby. Fucking crying out there. Oh, that was good. The round mound of rebound. God love that shit. All right, next up, we got an email from Nate Feldhouse, post office regular. Anyone remember the episode where Saifa randomly did the intro and instinctually just said, what up, I'm D Jones, <laughs> got the ghost of me, and Donald just starts cracking up. I forget the guess, but it's one of my favorite moments of the pod. I don't remember that, but that sounds like, a, that sounds like something I would do. And I love how he says anyone remember as if like he's talking to other listeners, but <laughs> bro, maybe they got some fucking Reddit shit going on and they are chatting. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that, but it sounds fucking epic. I wish I did. So if anyone does timestamp that for us, I need to see it. Um, Feld house. <laughs> Gotta meet this guy. Um, all right. Next up, we've got an email from Christian Vondering. Been liking the pod recently and need to hear more about your fantasy teams. Ha ha ha. I might have sent some sarcasm there. <laughs> um, my question today is your favorite sports meme. My favorite sports meme's got to be the one of Pat Bev running around celebrating and crying to the song, I'm the man. 
<laughs> so much potential with that video. I also listed a pretty popular Maple Leafs one to fuck with you guys. But yeah, what's your favorite sports meme? Um, the picture he has is a guy at a Halloween party with his girlfriend. He's wearing a Maple Leafs jersey and she's dressed up as the Stanley oh. Cup. And the title is He'll Never Go Home With Her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Oh. Is it possible that the Maple Leafs will never win? No, like, it's impossible, man. In our lifetime, I don't know, but they've got to do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, there are some people that are pretty fucking old. Like, in their 60s yeah. now. That's, that's kind of scary. Seen. I watched that's a long that rip. dusty movie Armageddon the other day. I know some people will probably mm-hmm. not like that I said that, but I hadn't seen that since I was a kid, and it was shit i don't even think i watched the last 20 minutes but uh imagine if an asteroid hit in the next uh little bit and we got dusted that'd be tragic but if we're around we for wouldn't another even matter years, we just got dusted by an asteroid dude huh that'd be the easy way out no but that's what i'm saying the only way the leafs aren't gonna win it ever is if some crazy shit like that happens in the next oh. 50 years yeah it's coming dog <laughs> Yo, I don't want to. If if they won, Toronto might turn into like, just might as well get hit by an asteroid with the way people are gonna be acting here. Yeah, one way or another, the asteroid's coming, eh? Exactly. Um, um my favorite sports, sports meme, meme. Shit, man. NFL NFL memes underscore IG is the best fucking sports yeah, memes fucking NFL thing, dude. Of I, all time. I love the one where they turned all the coaches into girls was it, or the qbs into girls and you like yeah yeah those ones were i'm not gonna say anything further but uh that was funny um raining it in hey, you're not on your bestiality tip this week <laughs> i was like i don't want to mention any names but cross the line again um Heaven forbid my son ever goes back and listens to this catalog of episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm having a, a bit of a brain fart, but I love the... Well, actually, it's it's usually pretty sad when it comes up, but like anytime someone does something really fucked up off the court and it's like so-and-so in in jail, like in the in the jail football league or in the jail and basketball league, and it's like Kobe and Shaq just going crazy for a minute straight. Oh... Like, um, that one always cracks me up, dude. We had, uh, we were talking to a Chiefs fan a couple of uh, days ago or however long that was ago, and we were talking about Isaiah Pacheco's like style of running. And then I saw afterwards, you know, the clip of Isaiah Stewart when he's trying to get to LeBron, (laughs) and he's like, it's like anytime Isaiah Pacheco rips off a seven yard run. (laughs) I saw that one. Like, that that is actually good. spot on. Yo, like, that Isaiah Stewart thing. Oh, they're both Isaiahs. It was actually one of the yeah. gayest things I've ever seen, man. <laughs> yeah, he lost it, bro. <laughs> he lost his mind. Oh, that's uh, Pacheco's got okay, some you know, energy. You know how bro. you said like you could get 14 yards or something in the NFL? Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah Stewart legit could get like 40 yards as a running back in any game. Oh, of course he could, man. <laughs> He'd be all right. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. It's got to be another good one, too. Um, oh, the, the like, um, the LeBron and J.R. Smith one's pretty good. When uh, 
JR should have just put up the shot and he oh, did. Yeah. And LeBron's just looking at him. Oh, Nick Young. The Nick Young face. Yeah. That's fucking epic. Um, yeah. All sorts of them, man. All right. Next up, we got an email from Caden McCullough. Yo, what's up? Shout out Dallas. Was wondering y'all's take on manual pivots. Sometimes too many just look stupid, in my opinion. Going from Manny to fakie Manny back to regs is just too much. But I appreciate pivots for the most part. Also, when y'all getting Ben to grow on the show? So he's down with one pivot, but two? Who the fuck does two? <laughs> yeah, Don't people a, do that? Pretty, yeah, I'm, I feel like I've seen it, but... It's a pretty random thing to not be down for if you're down for the single pivot. <laughs> huh. I don't even like a um, single pivot, but there's certain ones over the years that whatever are fine. Like you like obviously like if you're just doing like a manual and then you pivot back 180 to fakie manny, like that type is okay. Yeah. I like you know who does like sick ones? Bobby when he does them but he usually does it over like a little gap in the mani pad so he's like ollieing from one to the other mm-hmm. type shit mm-hmm. those are cool some back breaking shit he's done like mani back 180 to switch mani yeah but like an actual back 180 no he did like mani backside flip switch mani cbc like that's actually not human did he do that yeah And Ben DeGroo, I don't know. Is he on your list, Donald? Who's Ben DeGroo? I know Ted, Ted DeGroo's brother. He's a YouTuber. Skates? He does like skate stuff. Oh, really? and I think he does um, woodworking or something. I've never seen it, but I think he's killing it in the YouTube world. So, shouts to him. <clears throat> yeah. Let's get his brother on. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, we've got an email from Shop Boy. What up, boys? Shouts to you. Shouts to Ants1. I'll keep it as quick as possible. Cyrus Bennett, a year after ACL surgery, has had appearances in eight videos, nine if you include his old Hyper Dunk part remastered by Johnny, just this year. So far, his seven-and-a-half-minute huff part was primarily filmed this year, and you can see because the board graphics he's skating are mostly from this year's limo drops fucking facts do you have him in your ranks for Sodi? i've heard much talk about him being in the running but all this footage and i think it'd be cool for a new brand like limo to have a Sodi and really boost their brand to even higher heights sorry for the long run i couldn't i could have kept that shorter much love shouts to ceremony skate shop okay i've only seen right. his huff part twice but it wasn't seven and a he half had a, minutes. a johnny's video that oh. came out too Oh, you're saying that one part wasn't seven and a half minutes? Yeah. I don't could just search that up right now. Why don't we just fucking get to the bottom of this? Anyways, that's a that detail doesn't matter that much, but um yeah, he's up there, man. Of course he's in the Sodi. Like, I don't know when Thrasher's gonna do their thing where they narrow it down, but he's obviously there. Well it's gotta be soon, right? Yeah. Like they do this before Christmas or what? I think so. This week. This week, this week? going crazy with the parts, so I'm sure oh, they're yeah, going to start doing those little crazy. profiles and whatnot. So obviously, Jack O'Grady, two fucking massive parts, and then a bunch of shit in between. He's got to be in the running. That eight ball part where he does the massive ollie into the bank, 
And then the squish part that dropped this week that was absolute bananas. Pedro came out and did his crazy ass thing. That part was fucked. Um, but I've been hearing a lot, a lot of talk about John Shanahan getting pushed up there too, man. Multiple Thrasher covers this year. I think it was two or three. Tons of parts. There's some like how do you like TJ's gotta be in the talk too, man. Like well, I guess I have like twelve parts. I know this TJ's year. gotta be up there. Miles Silvis. I don't I think, think there's a runaway. Like why is? Yeah, but we're, we haven't seen the Miles part it's yet. Coming. That's what we're waiting for. I th- he had a cover though. He's been. But he can you win with one part? He's definitely campaigning. I think Elijah Burrell. We're still waiting for that part. I don't know if he's going for a heavier push next year or gonna drop it this year, but. It's still way too early to tell because people are, there's still heavy parts to come out for sure. But I don't, yo, one part you can't win it, man. I know. You know what I feel bad though for? I feel bad with the losers from last yeah, year. No, Luis Lopez. That's exactly what I was going to say. Or Nigel. If either of those guys had their last year's year this year, I feel like hmm. it'd be clear Light, cut. Lights out. Because like, this is the most wide yeah. open it's felt in years. Yeah. But maybe Cyrus drops something else too, man. Yeah. I see he's out there in Paris with Ben Shadorn. So we shall see, man. Yeah. Right now, it's hard to say that John Shanahan's not in the lead, bro. And I'm not even the like a massive John Shanahan fan, but like it's just the body of work. Yeah. It's undeniable. Line in France was so good in his new part. Fakey shove, crook, half cab, and then pop shove nose green yeah. rebirth, the big ass out ledge. <clears throat> Tom Knox been cooking too. Yeah. Shit. There's lots of them. The list goes on, man. All right. Next up, we got an email from Dan Marsh. <laughs> Sorry for writing no one last week. No number one. I'm 34. I think we called him out because we we're like, how old is this guy? Like 14. I'll never type no one like that again. Have a great Christmas, chaps. <laughs> Shout out Dan Marsh legend out here the ghost man keeping them honest with their fucking grammar next up we got an email from martin warner yo i love you fool still top five bunt moments for me jp souza's birthday party of sin <laughs> Corey duffel saying spitfire tires woo leo romero talking about caprese salads damn that was so long ago i don't remember that at all Carlos Ribeiro and his toilet paper of pain. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorites. I remember my head hurt from that story. The laughing. And fucking Mavis in the post office. Gold moments. Life is strange. Skateboarding rules. Donna was a mountain man camping dad. Let's go. (laughs) Peace, El Martino. Dude, I went to one cottage this year. Fucking. I'm out there. Fucking out there. Next up, we've got an email from Barry Lee. Dear Safe, you and I both know that a 12 plus hour day on set can be beyond brutal, especially on a call sheet full of complete randoms. But a full day on set with a stacked lineup of homies in each department is almost as fun as skateboarding. Who are some pros slash homies that could transition to life on set and what department would they be in? Filmers as DPs don't count. I could see Tom K as a wicked production designer John Fitzgerald as one of those burly ass grips. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Thomas as first AD because he seems kind of bossy, but for a reason. Shout out to Ron Witt III, my ride or die in camera department. Peace. Yo, okay. We talking set and skaters transitioning 
into roles on set. I like it. And yeah, I think maybe you exaggerated a little bit. I don't think sometimes there's really fun days on set, but almost as fun as skating. I don't know about that, but <clears throat> they can be extremely fun when you got a good crew and you're laughing all day. So I'll give you that. Um, okay, let me think of a skater. I think Adrian Del Campo would be a, a super steezy wardrobe department head because those wardrobe people always be dressing crazy looking all fly and shit and he might be the flyest in the game so we'll throw del campo in wardrobe we'll throw big naki in makeup department Ooh. we'll throw we'll throw a gifted hater joa the man himself in the camera department with all y'all nerds you know what i'm saying Um, I think, Donald, if you were on set, I think you'd be right there with me as a grip. It's just kind of yeah, It seems like the best place to be. Yeah, it's kind of construction-y. You know what I'm saying? It's mm -hmm. just similar vibes, usually like grumpy old heads just fucking... Trying to get home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> worried about their hours, worried about their yeah. lunch, and worried about maybe a pint after work and getting home. That's it. Um. Yeah, that's 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 enough for that one. That'd be a good day out there, wouldn't it? Oh, that'd be that'd be a blast, man. And he's definitely right. When you have friends in different departments, and you can just kind of bounce around throughout the day and catch up with different people. It's good times, man. Cody would be a grip too, a hundred percent, or a unit God. manager. No, or a a locations guy, the grumpiest of the grumpy. <laughs> All right, next up, we got a quick one from Norby Guerrero. What's good, Dono and Safler? Is CPH open always around the same time of year? If so, do you guys have any info on when it might be next year? I'm trying to really use my passport this year. All right, Norby. Um, the Fucking post December. Office, the post office isn't the place to get information like this, but uh, we appreciate you taking the time to email, but... Um, <laughs> Like, You're out of line, bro. <laughs> what the hell? We're not like a skate travel guide. Actually, sometimes we are, but this one's yeah. just too random. Go to the CPH website or Instagram or something. We have no idea, but hopefully we'll see you there. It's in June, man. Just go sometime in June. All right, last one for the week. We got an email from Ryder Reichert. What's up, Safe and Dono? I got three questions for you, Toronto mans. Number one, do you guys ever get made fun of for your Toronto accents from the guests on the show or just in general? <laughs> just get made fun of in general. That's a good way to start an interview. <laughs> Number two, do you think growing up in Cali and being a skater is a cheat code because it's sunny all year round and also because of the insane skate parks they got? Number three, how do you guys get out of a slump in skating? I feel like I'm not progressing as much as I used to and feel less motivated to skate lately. Also, not having an indoor in Vancouver doesn't help either. One more thing. Please do a Bobby DeKaiser Part 2 episode. I'm trying to hear more from him. He's way too mysterious. Peace and love from Vancouver. All right. Number one. Do we get made fun of for our Toronto accents from guests on the show or just in general? The only person I can think of that made fun of us, oh, maybe two, 
Maybe Weck probably chirped us a little bit. And then Jake Donnelly. But I think he'll chirp fucking anybody anytime. So it doesn't really count. For the most part, I don't think so, man. Yeah, not... Uh, Slap likes to chirp us for our slang or whatever. But not really from a guest. Actually, probably, but we just can't... I have the worst memory in the game. But do we get made fun of in general for our accents? Not really. I feel like Canadian accent's pretty neutral. Like, mm-hmm. globally. It's not, like, super distinct, like an Australian or a British accent. <clears throat> or, like, a Deep South United States accent or something. Uh, but we're also from Toronto, so we don't really hear our own accent, right? Mm-hmm. Number two. Do you think growing up in Cali is a cheat code? Yeah, like the skate parks, it's actually ridiculous, man. When you compare, like, just in just in my sister's neighborhood, there's like f- four skate parks that are just next level. And then if, if you really, I feel like people stay in their own zones in Cali, but like when we're down there and we don't care about driving far, it's like, oh, you could go to P-Rod's Park one day, then you could go to Baker Boys another day. There's just... It's actually unlimited and it's insane. If there's any obstacle in particular, like you'll be able to find it at a skate park somewhere. So that, yes, the the sunny year round. If you have an indoor in your in your city, like there's always a way to skate year round. I find so that's not as much as a hack as I think some of the skate parks that they have in Cali are just like training facilities that just you get so good if you had that in your neighborhood. And as far as a Bobby DeKaiser Part 2 episode, I don't think it's going to happen, man. I think we were lucky enough to get Episode 1. So, <laughs> wouldn't yeah. hold your breath. Maybe one day. You know, maybe one day. Never say never, but as for right now, that's not in the cards. I mean, it's been requested before, and Dono asked before, and he already said no, so definitely don't hold your breath. But, you know, maybe something will change down the line. Well, Ryder... Thanks for the email. That's going to wrap up the post office for this week. Get your emails, voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com. Um, one more thing, bro. Biggest violation this year. Gifted hater roasting Chloe about 50-50 kickflips in Street League. And then his last trick being 50-50 kickflip, man. It's a pretty big violation right there. <laughs> I'm going to go with Gary Rogers coming to Toronto, trying to redeem his bunt jam loss in the basketball tournament to beat me in one-on-one, getting dusted, but that was fine. The violation was in our game of skate. This fool did a fakey willy grind pop out in the (laughs) middle, and I looked at him like, yo, you're like a year or two or three younger than me. You, that should not be in your bag of tricks anymore. Game of skate or not, that was a disgrace, Gary. And uh, luckily, I was able to overcome that dusty-ass trick. Fakey willy grind. Get the hell out of here. All right, there you have it, man. On to the rundown. This is the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports. Ghost... We are entering the fantasy football playoff stretch. For some, it's going to spark off in week 14, some in 15. 
So we got to get to the bottom of who's going to take your team to the next level. We're going to pick who we think in each position will be the fantasy MVP. So we'll go quarterback, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and then maybe a streaming defense if we have time, man. So who do you think the MVP performance at the quarterback position in the fantasy football playoffs is going to be? That's a tough one. I feel like I need to look at some schedules. But um, off top, man, I'm going to just go with the one, the only. Are we talking two QB leagues or one? Just one. Just one? I think... Let me just go with Brock Purdy, man. I think that fool. What the fuck? Might just might just catch a heater. I'm trying to go like a, l- a little less obvious than like Josh Allen or Hertz or okay, Mahomes okay. or something. Josh Allen has himself an absolute gauntlet of games. I think he's got KC, Philly, and then the Chargers. So some high-scoring games. Josh Allen's the number one player in fantasy football right now, and the Buffalo Bills are in desperate need of some fucking W's so I could see him having some absolute big games but you know where I'm going with this we are talking the eventual MVP of the NFL the one and only Dak Prescott baby the hottest QB in the game right now he's gonna have some tough games as well Philly Buffalo Miami but it's on and popping for Dak he's gonna take you to the promised land so I didn't want to go with him just because his schedule gets tougher. No more shit teams to beat up on. But, yo, if you look at, like, the matchups versus who he's playing, they're not really that tough on the quarterback. Like, look at what Brock Purdy just did to Philadelphia. Yeah. He lit them up. Four touchdowns from Brock Purdy. Four. Yeah. No. I hear you. All right. <clears throat> Wide receiver position. Who's that dude? Bro. I want to say Tyreek Hill because it's the obvious one, but he's got, like, the toughest schedule for wide receivers for the playoffs. I'm going to just, because I need this to happen and because it's trending this way, I'm going to go, and this kind of complements what you just said, Dak. I'm going with CD Lamb, man. This fool's been on a heater for, like, six weeks straight, and uh, I need him to keep it going. That was my pick as well. I was going all Cowboys here if you didn't get the the hint. CeeDee Lamb has been absolutely light out this last little bit. Finally taking that jump that we all wanted him to with consistency and fantasy point output that we thought he was capable of. But him and Dak are uh, connected at the hip right now. He's wide receiver two on the season, eh? Who's one, Tyreek? Tyreek's Tyreek's number one? by, By a decent margin, but... Um, yeah cd is like bro this is what i've been wanting i've seen this potential in him the last three years and i'm so happy they Mm. finally decided to force feed him and like Mm. he's proving like yeah y'all should have been doing this you idiots yeah no doubt about that um seeing as you took my pick i'm gonna have to go with he might not blow the doors off in any particular game but Mr. Consistency this year Amon Ross St. Brown down there in the Motor City in Detroit him and Jared Goppin doing it all year and uh, there's no reason why I should stop now but my flyer pick Cortland Sutton somehow some way is having a hell of a fantasy season 
flying underneath the radar. Cortland Sutton and Amon Ra. I know I just cheated and took two picks, but <laughs> Safe took my pick, so it is what it is. Next up, the running back position. Who's your Todd Gurley of this season, man? Man, I know who I want it to be. You know who I want it to be. The schedule's lined up nicely, but today was a letdown. I want it to be Bijan Robinson so bad. He's got an amazing fantasy schedule. And he actually had 21 touches today, so the Jets defense is tough. But um, I think it's going to be Kyron Williams, but I want it to be Bijan. But those two, man, on How did Kyron do this week? 17 points. Oh, my God. Fresh off the IR, guys, right back to business, eh? Yeah, 32 points. Well, we play non-PPR, so 32 last week, 17 this week. Mm-hmm. Beast. We're talking about a guy who, since week seven, has gone absolutely nuclear. The king of kings down there in Tampa Bay, Rashad White, has absolutely taken over that backfield easily in RB1 heading into the playoffs, and there's no no sign of slowing down, man. Rashad White can't stop, won't stop. That man can win you a fantasy league by himself. Definitely. Last but not least, the most useless position in fantasy football. Not the kicker, the tight end. <laughs> um, pretty much, you're either going to get 45 yards or you're going to get a touchdown somehow. So, who do you like? I think, um, well, QB position's kind of in flux, but as far as schedules go, TJ Hawkinson, incredible schedule. And he's been beasting most of the season. Doesn't matter who his QB is. So I'm going to go with TJ Hawkinson. I'm going to go with the incredible upside of Sam Laporta. Showed it today. He can snap when necessary. Um, him and Jared Goff have the same rapport that him and Amon Ra do. Obviously, his two favorite targets. I'll stick with Sam Laporta, man. Nice. And do you have a defensive flyer? Like a player or a team? A team. Before Deshaun Watson went down and there was some injury trouble, I was really high on Cleveland Browns. Um, but now that's a yeah, crash. That's same, All my planes have uh, gone to shit. Bro, minus one. I thought the Browns were going to do it for me. And we talked about Dallas has that tough schedule. Like You don't want to see Buffalo, Miami, then Detroit if you're Dallas D and they just got lit up by Seattle. Mm-hmm. I think... And I don't know. All the all the like go-to ones aren't even looking that clean. Like I have KC's D because they got New England, then Las Vegas, and then Cincy. So I might go with them, but they've been fucking horrible the last couple weeks, man. Well, I think Philly plays the Giants twice, which is a pretty good run. And with someone else in between, maybe it's Buffalo. I don't know. But they have the Giants twice, I think, which is not oh, the man. worst. Like, look at their defense. They're actually really not that good. On the year. No, they've been shit. They've been shit lately. Yeah. <clears throat> so we don't have an answer for that one. We're just going to skip team defense. Good luck to you all with that one. All right, y'all. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Bunt. Good luck to everyone heading into the fantasy football playoffs. Hell yeah. Steeler Nation, you've disgraced me and all of us once again. 
losing. It's not Steeler Nation that's disgracing you. It's the the Steelers, man. It's not the sorry. That's what I the meant. Other I fans. Meant, I meant Steelers. They've disgraced me and <laughs> Steeler Nation once again. I have <laughs> the over hell. on wins on the season, and now we're going to be dealing with Trubisky for the next two to four weeks. I need two more wins, and I also would like to make the playoffs. So in real life, so let's fucking do this. Losing to Arizona, getting blown out, dude. It was twenty-four to three at one point. That was a disgrace. Let's do this, man. Go Steelers. <laughs>